Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. To save his life, call his wife. All right, good morning. Nothing to say. What a day. How's your boy been? Here in New York City, McMonagle, 877 337 6666. Good morning. Welcome to the end of football season as the Jets drop their eighth loss of the year, 13 to 8 over the Falcons. We talked about it. The season is now over. The quarterback play is the number one reason for it as it continues to get atrocious no matter who they bring in. The quarterbacks are just awful. We did that most of the the, the beginning of the show. We opened it up to the Soto calls. We're going to continue with them, 877-337-6666, because as football is ending, the winter meetings has started, and the rumor for Juan Soto is out there. And the fans are having trouble. I think a lot of fans are having trouble understanding why King and Drew Thorpe, their top prospect, Michael King and Thorpe, are holding up this deal, and they want it now. And it's negotiating. I'm ready to go. Juan Soto will be a New York Yankee. I have no doubt. John in Pearl River. What's up, John? Hey, Chris. How you doing today? Good, buddy. How are you? Good. So, yeah, listening to your Juan Soto thing, I mean, I'm sick of Yankees prospect hugging. You know, Michael King has a little bit of injury history, 29 years old. Drew mm-hmm. Thorpe will probably have three Tommy John surgeries away. It is just get rid of him. Let's get Juan Soto. Um, every day I think about Bryce Harper and what it could have been instead of Giancarlo Stanton. We need that young, hot stud outfielder. Be the evil empire. Get Soto. Go get Yomoto. And let's get one more pitcher. I don't want to see Bellinger anywhere near this team after what he did two years ago. One decent year from the Cubs doesn't warrant $30 million a year. I, yeah, I agree with you. I, 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 he's not. I mean, he's. I guess the fallback piece if they don't get Juan Soto. But no, I don't want anything to do with Bellinger. I, I don't. I agree with you. Too many bad seasons. I don't care if it's injuries. I don't care what the reason. He isn't. He has just not been good enough to warrant the money he's asking. And if you look at some of his numbers, I know people get hung up on. Oh, we're too analytical. But like simple things like me, like I don't need it projected on my television every time someone hits the ball hard. But. Hard hit rate and how often you hit the barrel of the bat means something to me. I know it's not, you know, it's hard to quantify putting the ball in play and blooping balls over infielders' heads, but like he's just, I don't know, some of his, I don't know how well he projects moving forward. I, I would be scared by him, but yes, go get Juan Soto. But right now, I understand your point. And ultimately, if this deal isn't done and the names that we hear with a holdup are Thorpe and King, I'm going to be pissed off as much as you are. But right now, they don't have to make that deal. Like they can do better. That's a that's a big ask for a one year rental. I know it's Juan Soto, but like you know, Mookie Betts didn't get that much. Seven. They want the entire. It's not even just those two names. Then they want Brito. They want Vasquez. They want they want like every pitching depth they have. I mean, you want to give. I understand your point that some of these guys might not pan out, but right now the Yankees 
don't know what Rodon is. The Yankees don't know if they're going to get Yamamoto or any other starting pitcher in free agency. The Yankees don't know how Ernesto Cortez is doing coming off another injury. Like, they just can't trade away all of their pitching depth for Juan Soto. Like, they right now they're in negotiations to get the best deal they can. Nobody else scares me. I don't believe the Blue Jay hype. I don't believe that they're – right now they would be – there's no reason to just take the first deal that the, that the San Diego Padres throw the Yankees' way. Like, there's time to negotiate the deal. Now, if someone else ponies up and this is the deal it takes, I'm with you. You have to do it. But right now, there's no reason to say yes to this. No, I think that they'll end up... Brian's catch is very good at negotiation. He's proven that in the past. I think that they will end up with a much better deal. But I just don't want to see one or two prospects holding up this deal. No, I hear you. Uh, you know, one. I don't want to waste Garrett Cole another year. Aaron that's Judge all, that's year. this whole point. Judge and Cole. That's why I want Yamasoto. I want to continue that 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 line of Yankees having the great hitter and Judge and Soto, and then at twenty five and thirty, and then replace uh, Cole with Yamamoto. I want that window of great starting pitcher with great MVP caliber player. I like that. I want that. I want that to continue. That that guarantees you some level. That guarantees you some sort of championship window. You have to put pieces around it. Clearly. It hasn't worked so far with them, but I, you need to continue that window. Those are the two guys I want, Yamasoto. Jim in Hackettstown. What's up, Jim? Hey, Chris. A couple of points. One, uh, Yankees and the Jets, if I can get to them. Okay, I agree with you. Uh, I'd like to see the Yankees get settled. But, you know, um, Cashman screwed that up. He should have got him a year and a half ago. Then they would have seen they would have had him for like two and a half years. And, you know, they would, he probably would have been comfortable yeah, there. I guess. I, I think they tried. And, and one, you know, the, the San Diego Padres gave up a ton. They gave up their home farm system. That's probably why they're old. That's why they're holding out for the best deal they can now because they gave up so much to get them just a year and a half ago. And I would trade for them now because I think if you start getting other teams involved, you're going to have to pay more. And the Yankees aren't in the driver's seat. So let, let me give you Yankees are in the driver's seat without question. I don't think they are, but they I think San Diego. But anyway, how is San Diego? Okay, they, they need to trade them. Why, why do they need to trade them? Because they need. They don't have the money. They they got to get. They borrowed five hundred. They borrowed borrowed fifty million dollars to make payroll. Like they they, they 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 are desperate to trade them. Desperate. You think the Yankees are the only team that might be interested in them? No, Come I on, think there are a lot of teams that are. There could right. be teams that are interested in them, but how many are willing to pay thirty million dollars for a one-year rental and give up pitching prospects? The Yankee, the Blue Jays are interested. They don't have the pitching prospects. The the, the Yankees happen to be uniquely fit for this particular. Like if right. they if the they Red wanted Sox, if, Red good, Red Sox can make a lot of money. They can do it. Yeah, they don't have the pitching prospects. They don't okay. have, they don't well, have pitchers let's... in their own. They don't have their own rotation set. Well, I mean, you don't know what every every team has to offer, and neither do I. Okay, can I get some? I can tell you what I read and what I know, and paying attention to farm systems. The Yankees have a much more just the the Vasquez Brito. uh, You could throw Nestor Cortez, Clark Schmidt, King. They have many more pieces available to give for Juan Soto than any other team. They just do. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I think right now while the Irons hot, before you get other teams involved. Okay, can I get to the Jets real quick? Yes, please get to the Jets. so, you know, between uh, between uh, uh, Boyle and Simeon and um, God, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. Okay, yep. it's all the you same mean bag Larry of crap. and Curly, right? yeah. It's, it's all the same bag of crap. Yep. But listen, Simeon's thirty-one, Boyle's twenty-nine, yeah. and Wilson is twenty-four. 
just play Wilson the rest and, of the and, year. And that's, uh, it doesn't matter, Jim. It doesn't matter. I, I I wouldn't even. I would. I would play Simeon. I I, I don't. Simeon's the best. The best of the three. At least he's proven to be. Is he the most talented? No, Zach Wilson is. But Simeon has a career. Simeon going into yesterday has thrown through forty two touchdown passes and twenty eight interceptions. He's won games in the NFL. Like this is he. You want to go back to Zach? Fine, go back to Zach. It doesn't matter. It's over. It's over. And the disaster that this team has allowed the quarterback room to become is a joke. It's a joke. They're wheeling him in one after another. It's laughable. Now, Simeon, uh, he comes in cold in a rainy day, hadn't probably practiced with the Jets a lot. I give him the benefit. I give him a break. But ultimately, it's just atrocious what they've allowed this quarterback room to become and ruin this team and absolutely decimate this team. This has been the issue with this team from the beginning of the season. To allow, whether it's Rodgers who wanted it, whomever wanted it, it was a terrible decision to allow the backup quarterback to be Zach Wilson, who you deemed needed, desperately needed, to sit on his ass for two years and watch the great Aaron Rodgers go to work. That you allowed him to be the guy who steps in, four snaps in, was ridiculous. The idea they did nothing but bring in Trevor Simeon and keep his ass in the uh, on the practice squad that's that's the only move they made at the quarterback position is ridiculous. The idea, listen, we all know what Joe Flacco is and what he's not. He's been here with the Jets. We've seen him. He's a statue. He's had some success with the Jets, and he just stepped in off the couch uh, in Cleveland and played pretty damn well and threw touchdown passes and made Elijah Moore look good, which the Jets haven't been able to do Elijah Moore's whole career, and the Cleveland Browns haven't been able to do. And yet Joe Flacco steps in, and suddenly things happen. The Jets allowing this season to die on the vine with those three quarterbacks is just a debacle. And now that the season's lost at 4-8, and eight, right? Because that's what it is. It's lost. So what do you do when you have a lost season? You look towards the future. So it doesn't matter who they're starting next week. We know Aaron Rodgers is going to be here. And because Aaron Rodgers is going to be here, I don't think anything changes. Now, if they lose 10 games the rest of the, if they lose out the rest of the way and lose 10 games in a row, maybe I'll maybe I'll be forced to sing a different tune because that's a difficult ask to keep guys and keep coaching staffs with that. But honestly, how do I know what kind of coach? I don't think Robert Sala is a great coach. But how do I know? I know they get penalized a lot. I thought a lot of the penalties were crap calls in this game against the Falcons, but yeah. They get penalized a lot. You see a lot of the same stuff. But ultimately, the quarterback play is so bad. How do I know what Robert Sala is? I I won't defend him, and if they decide to fire him tomorrow, you won't hear a complaint. But what do I know? I don't know. He's he's been forced to play this quarterback. You you can tell now. I mean, listen, if he's willing to pull Boyle for Simeon in the middle of this game, why wouldn't he have pulled Zach Wilson at any point? He he Team's looking for a spark when he's asked in the postgame press conference. Why'd you go to Simeon? Team's looking for a spark. The team didn't need a spark at any other game over the course of the year? No, he's being told to play Zach Wilson. That's why he's pleading the fifth. That's why Zach Wilson wasn't pulled. He was told to play Zach Wilson. So you're going to fire a guy who's told to play the quarterback that's ruining his season? I don't even know. Same thing with, with with Hackett. I think he's done a terrible job. You want to call me up and tell me Hackett's the problem and he's a terrible coach and needs to be fired? I can't argue with you. I don't know. But he certainly hasn't done a good job. But look at what he's given. And look at the answers from the coach and we'll see, right? We'll see. Eventually people will look at the all 22 and see what who was open. But it's, it's, it's literally a laughing point. They're talking about it on TV. 
the uh, Connor Hughes and some of the beat writers are openly laughing about how they're talking in the in the press box about how wide open Garrett Wilson is throughout the game. They don't have a quarterback who can find their one great player on offense. Think about that. Think about all the things we talk about, going through progressions, going through. They can't hit progression one. How is he not the main guy on most offensive plays? Can't find him. We're running wide open to the point when asked about the play calling, the coach says, I'll either, we'll, I'll have a better answer for you tomorrow or check the all 22. In other words, he's open. We don't have a guy who can get it to him. We're scheming good plays that should be working. We don't have a quarterback that can make it function. So let's fire everybody. That's fine. I'm not opposed to it. But I'm telling you right now, they're on plan. The plan had never been realized. This season was dead week four. It's been dead team walking. We just didn't know it. The season's been over since that fourth snap of the year. Rodgers is still here. The same offensive coordinator he's won multiple MVPs with, who he won't shut up about, who he defends like it's his family, is still going to be here. And I doubt very much they're going to move on from the head coach. Like, I just think it's going to be status quo, and you're going to play the plan next year. And that's why the other thing you do with dead seasons, where you look to the future, especially when you're going to have a top pick and a quarterback-heavy draft, you would think about drafting a quarterback. There is no way in hell the Jets are drafting a quarterback this year. No way. They are not going to look Aaron Rodgers in the face and say, I know we allowed you to pick the backup quarterback. I know we allowed you to tell who we play. I know when we wanted to go to the next quarterback, you made us go to Boyle. I know you've been working your ass off to pull off some some sort of medical marvel to get your ass back here after having a torn Achilles so that you could try and run this bunch of this, these bunch of bums and you could try and get us into the postseason. You've done everything you possibly could. You restructured your contract. You've done everything. You've literally put your health at risk to try and get back here and with our top pick to help you next year we're going to play we're going to draft your replacement there is no way they're saying that to him no way no way they are drafting they're trading back and getting picks they're or they're drafting an offensive weapon or an offensive lineman they are going all in for next season all in it's all part of the plan it's all part of the plan the plan got blown up four plays in we're not going to do anything to help it. We're not going to try and put any assets into plan B. Plan A is the only plan we're interested in, and it picks up next season. That's it. That's why you had to watch this crap. That's why you're watching some of the worst offense you've ever seen and watching quarterback after quarterback, a quarterback of carousel that is just the most un- – it's the – most unbelievable quarterback carousel you've ever seen. It's atrocious. It's the one carousel where the horse doesn't go up and down. It's that one broken one with the, the foot's missing. Like, that's the carousel. It's, it's unbelievable how bad the quarterback room is and how it's killed this team. And sure, there are other things. The offensive coach sucks. Fine. Lazard and some of the other weapons on this team suck. Brees Hall hasn't been everything you wanted him to be. But how do you do that when the other team has no respect for the quarterback? How do you have a run game when you can't complete a pass? I ask you. I don't know. And neither do they. But it all starts again next year. So there you go, Jet fans. Lose as many games as possible. Try and get Marvin Harrison Jr. Try and get another weapon. Trade for Devontae Adams. Now you got some hell of a wide receiver room. And you go attack it with Hackett. And the quarterback, he's won two MVPs with the great Aaron Rodgers. And you just put this year in the, in the rear view, right? What's another miserable season? You've had plenty. Come on. Is it that big a deal?
I mean, you're a Jets fan. Here's a losing season. <laughs> What's new? You'll get over it. No big deal that you're watching this crap, that they didn't do anything to try and help this team this year, that they allowed this team to just die on the vine. No big deal. Who cares? You couldn't beat the Falcons anyway, right? The Ritter's too good. What an absolute joke. 877-337-6666. We're also talking baseball, obviously, as the winter meetings are just beginning, and the Yankees are getting Juan Soto. And in these short little shows, we still got other things to get to. Obviously, the, the Niners making a statement inside the NFL and absolutely walloping the Philadelphia Eagles 42-19. to Obviously, the brouhaha on the sidelines. Big Dom. I have no idea what Big Dom is doing. There is no reason for him to be on the field. Absolutely no reason. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Juan Soto will be a Yankee. And it'll happen in the next couple days. That's right. They're going to get him. I firmly believe it. So fresh and so clean, clean. 429, McMonagle here with you. I don't believe the Blue Jays rumor. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Kelvin and T-Neck, what's up, Kelvin? Hey, what's going on? Yes, I've been hearing uh, your discussion about Juan Soto. Yes. Uh, personally, uh, if, if if you know if the Yankees give up what they're what the Padres are asking for, yes, they're crazy for for a rental. It's a lot no. for a rental. I I agree with you. That's why I, that's I why they not... haven't said yes. But here's and the thing: it's a lot. Yep. It, does any one name? You see, like Dominguez is a name where it's it's a no. Volpe is a name where it's it's probably a no. None none of the names none of the names in the package are a no. But it's just the common. It's the amount of people they want right now. It's it's a lot. Yeah. So that, and, but that's an opening salvo. They have on their hands a twenty-five-year-old superstar outfielder. Like I mean, uh-huh. they have a, a commodity that very few people have. I mean, this 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 is a Hall of Fame trajectory player who's twenty-five years old. Like they they have a very valuable piece. Their first ask is going to be a big ask. That's what this yeah, is what, all like. What? That's why I don't understand Yankee fans who are like, oh, why did why isn't this done already? This is their first ask. It's a big package. Until they feel they have to say yes to it, they're not going to. And so, what stinks for what stinks for the Yankees yeah. is if he comes, he comes and he leaves. And he goes to a team like the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's listen, friends with Big Poppy. Okay. He's friends with Big Poppy yeah. and those guys. And I don't that, think the Red yeah. Sox would outbid the Yankees. I don't think the Yankees would allow that to happen. The Mets could outbid them. The Dodgers theoretically could outbid them, and maybe he would just want to go play somewhere else. I don't know, but there there still are benefits. There's that's like there are benefits to trade playing with them for just the one year. Like mm-hmm. it's, I mean, there are, there are some you get like. You know the the qualifying offers and things like that. Not huge benefits, but some. One, the mainly one is for a year. You go out and try and win a World Series. Like you have, well, so, you have Soto and Judge back to back in the lineup. You try and go out and win with with that combination. That's a very difficult thing to get through. Hopefully Rizzo's healthy, Stanton healthy for the most part, and plays much better. It's Andy Martino's reporting that he's extremely angry and motivated and ready to play uh, and, and trying real hard this offseason. So we'll see whatever that means, but. Uh, trying to win this year, obviously, 
Uh, two, if you do lose him in free agency, you, you you attach the qualifying offer to him and you'll get a pick, which hopefully could you know re- revamp one of the pieces you traded away uh, in the trade, as opposed to if you sign him in free agency next year, you have to give up a pick to sign him. So there's yeah. the benefit of, of that too. And then I guess the small benefit that people talk about is um, the idea where if he doesn't like it here, if he does come here and him and Judge don't get along or he doesn't like playing in New York or he doesn't like the ballpark for whatever reason, maybe he tries over too much to try and hit the short porch and it messes up his swing and he doesn't like it. I don't know. That's better to find that that's better to find that out on a one year thirty million dollar contract than a twelve year six hundred million dollar contract. But I agree with you there. So there's some there's some benefits, but you're right. Ultimately they gotta try and go sign him. I agree. But I'll worry about that later. They need him here. They need yeah. a superstar here. They need to change the feeling around the team. Right now the perception is they don't do stuff like this. They don't care about winning uh, you know they haven't been to a World Series since '09. They don't spend money. They don't acquire talent. They they're you know they they're clueless. This immediately brings validity to the idea the Yankees are the Yankees. Like uh, instantly, Juan Soto is a superstar. Like you bring him here, things change. The attitude around the fan base changes. Just everything changes. They desperately need some of this, you know, evil empire blood injected into the fan base. And that's this is the guy they could do it with. Limo driver Ed on the way to the airport. What's up, limo driver? Big Michael. Ed, I, what's why? up, buddy? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Good morning. holidays. To you and Happy family. holidays to you. Why? Why do you guys do this to yourselves? I don't know. Here every time. Yeah, listen, Big Michael. Now you know for a fact that kid ain't Cato ain't coming here. He's Just, he's going I, to I, be. I don't know Yankee. why you did. What makes you think yeah, he's uh, not going to be a Yankee? You know, for one, the Yankees not going to give the the draft picks. Or I mean, you know, the players they won the farm club. They're not going to do that. Listen. Um, San Diego, I think they got a better team than the Yankees. And San Diego didn't even make the playoffs, did they? No. They, they did not. didn't. And they no. had everybody. I listen. So what does that mean? That would you, means so that going forward, you, would you rather be the Arizona Diamondbacks because they went to the World well, Series? Hey, you have that, but hey. All right, we'll see. I mean, let's see. I, I, you, know, you, can't, I, you can't. So then if you don't want superstars, guys. then what's the complaint? But guess what? Well, you got, hey, you got Mike Trout. A lot of guys, too, guys, you, you're paying them $400, $500 million a year. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, um, for the contract, it's not going to work, dude. You got to stop. These teams and everybody's got to stop. You got to build your team and your farm club. You got to They stop have built their team and their money. farm club. Their farm club is at the point where they're really one of the only suitors that have enough starting pitching to make this deal. Yeah, but you make That's why you build now, the farm de- club. But yeah, but you deplete your farm club. You don't yeah. have pitching, and then you don't win. And this guy bats 265, 272. No, oh, listen, he's a great God. player. He's a great player. He's a great player, Ed. You're wrong. He's a great player. He's won a batting title. Yeah, last year, that's what he hit. And we'll see what he hits in, in, in this ballpark. Something was not right with the chemistry of that team. You know, there's, there's plenty of read. They had a great manager who's now out and went to the Giants. Um, they had a great team with a bunch of good players. It just didn't work there for whatever reason. We've seen that before. It doesn't mean getting great players is a bad idea. That doesn't doesn't mean that at all. The Yankees need great players, and this is a great player. And you don't have to trade. I'm t- this is why you don't have to trade. You don't have to deplete your entire farm system. That's why the Yankees haven't said yes to this trade. They don't have to say yes to this trade. Gino in Levittown. What's up, Gino? Gino, you there? Gino, you there? 
You don't want to talk about the giant, the Jets? No. Hello. All right. Well, let's talk about. Let's keep on the same uh, path then. Bob and Bayside. What's up, Bob? Uh, yes, uh, uh, Chris. Yes. As a Giant fan, weren't you very, very impressed in the early game against the Cardinals with the, the guy Josh Dobbs? Yes. They the should have gotten. He played very well. The Jets should have got picked him up immediately. You know what he's making between a million and a half and two million dollars. Yeah, and they traded a sixth round pick for him. So yeah, they should have. And, they should have done he's that. He's playing well for the Minnesota well, he Vikings. Was, he was awful the last game to the point where you know they're not sure who's going to start the game coming out of the bye. But he was good the first two. I was very impressed. Yeah. By the way, as far as the better than let, better than what they pro- provided so far. Yes. Right on the Jets last year. It, at first, it was anonymous, and then it became public with the T-shirts. That's what's starting to happen now with the defense. I mean, they they they're playing their asses off, yeah. And the and and the, and the offense is putting up ten, twelve points a game. It's embarrassing. And they're saying to themselves, "I'm not going to throw my body in front of some guy who's coming at me at thirty miles an hour and take a risk of going out with an injury for so the Jets can finish six and uh, six and eleven instead of five and twelve. I mean, we'll see. I mean, that's not unheard of in the NFL. People make business decisions, uh, and this defense is definitely fed up. I think that's what a lot of what the players' meeting had to do with, and it's demoralizing. There's no doubt. It's demoralizing for everybody. It's demoralizing for for Garrett Wilson. It's demoralizing for the defense. It's demoralizing for Brees Hall. It's demoralizing for the head coach. It's It sucks. Now, the defense, again, look, the Falcons stink, and they only gave up 13 points in this game. Uh, I thought Desmond Ritter actually had some moments here where he played well, made some third-down conversions, uh, accurate throws on the run. But, I mean, the defense, although letting up some third downs, didn't really – I mean, they gave up 13 points, and their offense never does anything. I mean, so it's never like – they're on the field constantly. So I still think the defense is playing well. If it wasn't for penalties, if it wasn't for a fumble – but if Cook doesn't fumble, they probably don't score a touchdown, the the Falcons – and if it wasn't for some bad penalties, they have an interception that's taken away by a penalty. I mean, it's very frustrating to watch the Jets right now. The quarterback stinks, and then in big moments they have these terrible penalties, whether they're legitimate penalties or not, whether that roughing the passer was a roughing the passer, and then God forbid you call the roughing the passer on Garrett Wilson, who got absolutely creamed down the sidelines. I, that wasn't a penalty. It's uh, Listen, I, I think they got screwed a little bit uh, from the refs, in this game, but that doesn't excuse the quarterback play. And that's what's holding the back. And you're right. You're right. They're fed up. They're fed up with the team. They know exactly. It's it's when, when you can pinpoint. Like, it's easy to say it's a team game and you can't put the blame. Like Coach Sala said a couple weeks ago, if it were just Zach, like if we could just point to Zach and say he's the problem, that would be one thing. But it's it's a cold. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Those are lies. We know exactly what it is. Is, is Are there problems everywhere? Sure. Of course. But competent quarterback play would help this team. They don't have to score a ton of points. They need two touchdowns in this game to win. Two. That's it. They need two touchdowns. Better quarterback play could rise this offense to the point of getting two touchdowns to beat the Falcons. So when the defense knows that it's just the quarterback play and they know who the answers are in that room, when they watch Mo Larry and Curry, Curly practice all week, they know. So yeah, maybe there may be some there may be some business decisions. We'll see. That's really the only thing you could take on this coach. For me, it's impossible. It's very difficult to judge Coach Sala. Uh, it's listen, he's not great. I have no problem moving on from him if that's the decision. But 
I do think he's been screwed a little bit, and it's hard to it's hard to win in the situation he's been put in. But if this team gives up down the stretch, that'll be a good sign on what kind of coach he is. He has to hold the room together. He has to hold his defense together. Sparky and Dobbs Ferry. What's up, Sparky? Oh, not much, Chris. I'm not a Cashman fan, but in this situation with Soto, I am. Because you know what? It looks like the, the Padres, they're playing the Scott Boris game with it, making it sound like there's a bunch of teams after yep, this guy. I agree. I don't think... I think, I, that, I think there are many teams who would have just preliminary interest in the idea of getting Juan Soto, but when it comes down to it, they don't have the gumption, the money, or the prospects in the pitching market. There's, a, there's maybe a couple teams who do, but not many, and very few have both the money and willing to take on $30 million on a one-year rental and you know willing to give up all these pitching prospects. It's very, very few. Because the thing is, right now, the Padres aren't the one holding the chips. The Yankees are. I, comp- I completely agree with you. They need to trade him. They need to trade him. He's going to get moved. Now, Chris, you were saying how they had to borrow money to pay salaries. Yep. And nothing for nothing. This guy, they're not going to have to give up as much as people think. I, I totally agree. There were some reports earlier in the week. Or last week that it might take two top 100 prospects. I always thought that was ridiculous. They're going to have to give up more than that. But seven prospects included. Let's try to protect the quarterbacks here. After the play was over, personal foul, unnecessary roughness. Number 34, 15 yards, automatic first down. That's, that's, that happened. That is true. I saw it happen with my own eyes. Fliegelman went running out of here. Someone, I think, I think the other control room has a... Has is a hot control room in there playing sound running on my show. Maybe I'll just sit in here after five o'clock and start doing playing sound on your show. I'm just kidding. I know who I am. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Everything okay, Fleegs? You got it. Yes. Yeah, so listen, this is what happens when one person <laughs> is going to be going from running the overnight to running the warm up show in the morning show. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Where was I? Something about the Yankees. It is Yankee Hot Stove, isn't it? Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All right. All the single ladies. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you. Uh, rapid fire. We still got more to get to. Obviously, short three-hour show. Tomorrow we'll have more time. We'll get into some of the stuff, the Eagles and the Niners game and what the the ramifications are and obviously what it means for the Giants specifically now that the Eagles have lost this game and what it means for the NFC watching what clearly is the best team and arguably, arguably the best team in football with the San Francisco 49ers. And then Big Dom. Big Dom stepping in. Big Dom has no reason being on the field. And the idea that Big Dom put his hands in between two NFL players and the idea that he would put his hands on Greenlawn is ridiculous. But we'll get to that. We'll have a little more time for that tomorrow. Right now, I want to get through your phone calls. You were nice enough to call me. I want to be there for you. Obviously, the college football story as well as FSU is left out. We'll get to that tomorrow as well. Maury and Belmore. What's up, Maury? 
What's up? What's up? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, uh, yes. You Alabama. were at the Alabama game, right? Congratulations. Uh, but uh, I forget, are you, uh, which your kid goes to Georgia or Alabama? I forget. Well, hey, you son of a biscuit. Uh, he goes to Alabama, and uh, we're probably going to go to January 1. We've got to beat these guys. Because all. Oh, what did we do wrong? What did we do wrong? Michigan's complaining. Everyone's against them. Yeah, did you Let's see that? Did you see that they were not happy to get Alabama? That's not a great yeah, well, look. They, That's not a great look for Michigan. I mean, and looking they recorded scared. that too. They recorded. I, I that know. Game. Unbelievable. And they were like, "Boo!" Okay, yeah. let's see what happens. I, th- so I, 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 I liked them in the game, but you're right. I don't like that attitude of, of initially no, finding. No. They should have been happy to play whoever it was. But that's been his. That's been the coach's thing his whole life. Oh, they're always been after me, Coach Harbaugh. They're right, always. I mean, listen. Me. At this time of year, every coach thinks they got screwed. Obviously, yeah, that's true. the that's Florida true. State coach certainly thinks they got screwed. Yeah, I feel bad for those kids. Yeah, but look, I mean, they looked at that injury. They looked at the injury. And of they course, used that listen. As, it's, as, as an it's easy still, way out. It's still a product. It's still a product that they have. Paying fan like and now especially in the NFL, yeah. their players are getting paid through NIL deals but, and all this stuff. It's about putting the best product forward yeah. and about putting the best four teams. Now, I think Georgia could you could make an argument should be one of the best four teams, but they just lost out. They were they, different this year. Yeah, listen, yeah. I to me, I want to see good games. Like, yeah. I, I understand I think the games they have. A good, there's I always they're, kids they're who are going to be disappointed. There's always going to be yeah. kids from Florida State or from yeah. wherever yeah. where they they got screwed. I, life isn't fair. But I, yeah, as, I wanted, I, as a sports fan, we all want the best football yeah. games possible, and Florida State would not have provided that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's a great explanation. You did it a perfect way of explaining to people that don't understand the process. The process is obviously broken. They need well, to fix listen, it anybody... Year. But this was the last because year. Because they're, because the they're kids, year. and they went undefeated. When, when, you yeah. given, when you give them a schedule, and they win every game on the schedule, and they're in a Power 5 conference, everyone's going to... Well, what are they supposed to do? I get yeah. it. It right. sucks. Life isn't fair. There's only four teams. All right. There'll be more. Like, to... There'll be twelve soon. I, I want to go back to Yankee hot stove because I know GL's listening. Get him here. Do what you got to do. Yeah. I want Soto and Yamamoto. Get him here. Yeah. I That's want. Wa- I, I want Juan. You got it, buddy. Thank you, Maury. I want Juan Soto as bad as anything I've ever wanted for the Yankees. I'm not kidding. Other than like. Judge being re-signed, Jeter being re-signed, Bernie being re-signed, like some of the the, the loves of my life. Um, as an outsider who's never played for the Yankees, I've never wanted anyone here more than I want Juan Soto for this team. He's the perfect fit. They desperately need him. The team is trending in the wrong way. The fan base is trending in the wrong way. Like just the, It's like toxic around the team. We need a jolt of, of positive energy. And Now, ultimately, you got to win. Don't get me wrong, a 500 Juan Soto team won't make us feel any better. But, I mean, he's a tremendous young superstar, and go and get him, and they have a position to go do it. Steve in Long Island. What's up, Steve? Hey, Mac. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Um, I think you're missing the point with Salah. Um, clearly, okay. there's a lot of issues sure. over there. But for the last two years, somehow they managed to win games early on in the season, and all of a sudden, the team yeah. just fell apart. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but you can't give them a fourth season. You can't. You just got to move on from him. And uh, my other point is you yeah. might as well get rid of Douglas, too, and make uh, the quarterback or the GM because he brought his buddies in, Cobb. Yeah. He brought his buddy, the other receiver in. These guys don't belong on the Jets. So he's making the personnel decisions there. This team is a oh. laughing stock. Yeah. I've been a fan for 55 years. This team is a disgrace. They're not an NFL caliber team, and uh, it's all a joke. 
bring in anybody. Well, I mean, I think they are an NFL, NFL caliber team, except the most important position that's weighing them down year in and year out. Yeah, but I think that's the. I think this defense is an NFL caliber team. Overrated. It's not bad, well, but it's overrated. Oh, it's. I mean, it's better than not bad. You want to say some people rate it as the best in the league or something? So it's 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 overrated. But I mean. I mean, look at the games. They they gave up thirteen points yesterday. I mean, how, yeah. I mean, it's the NFL. I know. I know they made the comparisons to the '85 Bears. You can't be the '85 Bears anymore. It's very difficult to be the '85 Bears in today's NFL. The '85 Bears wouldn't be the '85 Bears. Like you just you just can't. All right? Exactly. All right. Fleetland. Would would that would that have been a penalty? DJ Reed is the one who compared them to the '85 Bears. Would he have been called? For a uh, defenseless receiver back in 1985? Like, it's just a different game. It's a different sport. But, I mean, I I just, you know, I still think they're very good, the roster overall. I think Joe Douglas has built a pretty good roster, except the the quarterback. The quarterback. And and anything to, and that's why they went out and got Rodgers. And he got hurt, he got hurt four snaps in, and it cost them. Let's try and get to Rocco before time is up on me. Rocco, what's up, buddy? Yes, see, Mac. Yeah. But, but, but all it would have taken was five field goals for the Jets to win this game. We know they can't score in the red zone, but five field goals and they would have won the game, right? I uh, Yes, five field goals would have won the game. That That's right. Because, hey, they're not scoring touchdowns, so you got to go for four, the field goals. Four, field goals and, four field goals and the safety would have won the game. That's right. With their defense, top notch. I don't care what anyone says. That's the right. The D is top notch. The- so, hey, Juan Soto, we've been talking about this. I'm talking blue about it, C-Mac, already. You know. He's got to come here. How? Make it happen. Cashman, make it happen. It's, uh, they're going to do it. They're going to make it happen. I promise you, Rocco. The Yankees are getting Juan Soto. I'm positive. I don't make these declarations often, but when I do, I'm typically wrong. But this one, I'll be right. They're going to get Juan Soto. I'm very, I'm hopefully in the next few days. Uh, the the um, the reports are they're going to reengage uh, today. Go get Juan Soto. Make it happen. Cashman can't miss up. I don't love this deal. I'll say it again. This is exactly how I would put this. I don't love the deal of giving up King Thorpe and all of the seven seven total players, including Michael King and the best prospect pitching prospect in Thorpe. I don't love it. I don't love it, but I like it better than no deal. That's how much you need Juan Soto. Right now, this isn't the deal you have to say yes to. You negotiate, you make a, you try and make a better deal until you really feel you're up against it. And I don't think there's any reason to feel why the Yankees are up against it. They have to trade Soto. We all know it. I don't think there are any other major suitors at this time. Are there teams dipping their toes in the water? Of course, it's Juan Soto. But are there other legitimately big-time like competitors for Juan Soto? I don't know that just yet. And that's up to Brian Cashman to figure out. And I don't think he's going to have to make this deal. I think he's going to be able to make a better deal and get Juan Soto. But if it comes down to you have to make this deal or you lose him, you better freaking make it. He better be a Yankee. And, it, and unfortunately, the, the fans won't understand it. Some fans will go, oh, it's too much for Juan Soto. It's only one year. Some fans will, maybe. But I'm t- the vast majority of the fan base will not like that King and a prospect in Thorpe are the reason Juan Soto's playing for possibly the Toronto Blue Jays. It'll be a major problem. RJ in Bridgeport. What's up, RJ? Hey, Chris. Uh, I'm a Jets fan. Just wanted to see what you think about an opinion I have. 
I think that Joe Douglas is a is a competent GM. Uh-huh. You can see it in the way he drafts. And I don't think that it's crazy that to bring in some of the guys that know Nate Hackett's system like the Jets did yeah. to help install when you have all it's, these young, it's not, all it's, young it's not crazy. Around. And Lazard was a legitimately fine wide receiver. Not a great wide receiver, not a Pro Bowl wide receiver, but there was no reason to think the guy would be inactive and then play 20% of the snaps today and drop passes and not get open at all. Like I didn't. No, I thought, I thought Lazard would be a competent wide that. receiver on this team. I never thought he'd be this bad. But you're right. You're bringing guys to implement the offense. You have your guys who can help. Like you saw in the um, in the, uh, the the show at the beginning of the year, Randall Cobb was explaining to these guys how Aaron Rodgers deals with things, how he goes about things, what he expects to see from them. Those are important pieces to bring to a team. Absolutely. Then he gets hurt I, four I snaps in. It's like, well, what do we have? He gets hurt four snaps in, and it's like, why do we have this old bat on the sideline? And Cobb, he's useless. Sure. But there was a there was I a think, time where he was useful. Yeah, I think it's clear that a guy like Randall Cobb can't play anymore. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, you know, to help not on any these, significant level, no. Yeah, but to help install with all these young kids, right? And, uh, it made sense. Se- there was some value and, to it at the time. I agree. But what's your overall point? Okay, what, what would you do with uh, Joe Douglas? Just that I, you you believe in him. I, I I like Joe Douglas, and I and I think Nate Hackett. I don't know that he's great, but I think he's been hamstringed by a ton of offensive line injuries and yeah. no quarterback to play with. I, I, I listen. I, I I agree on some level, and thank you for the call. I think Hackett. Has done a terrible job. Don't get me wrong. How you can't say he's done a good job, but I I do think he's been hamstrung. I do think it's very difficult with these lousy quarterbacks and the offensive line and its injuries. And today, especially like today's an example, you are going to see if you take the time, if you watch the different guys, Baldinger or whoever else, or if you are you know if you want to pony up and get the NFL pass or whatever it is, you could see the all twenty two, and you can see whether or not what everyone's saying is true. The, apparently, if you watch the games, they're talking about it on the broadcast. The uh, Connor Hughes and all the other beat writers are talking about it, asking Douglas about it, in the uh, asking uh, Salah about it in the press conference. Salah's chuckling through it because he knows the answer is yes. Garrett Wilson is running wide open, especially in the first half, and Boyle couldn't hit him. That's just the fact. And, and that's why I said it's frustrating because you hear about going through progressions. How is he not a top progression on most plays? All right, not every play, but on most plays, he's got to be the guy you're looking for. Who else are you looking for? How is he open and missed consistently? I'm sorry. This is the NFL. I don't care who the coach is. At some point, open wide. Your best wide receiver is open. Get him the ball. It's that simple. The quarterback situation for the Jets is is far worse, far worse than anything I remember. And Glennon was the starting quarterback for the Giants, and he was as bad as it gets. All right, thank you guys for calling. Thank you guys for listening, Fleegelman. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Football season is unfortunately coming to a bitter end. The winter meetings are upon us. We'll have more on that. We'll have more on the football. Go around the league a little bit. Talk about some different things. We'll have a fun and exciting show over the next couple of days. Hopefully some baseball news. We desperately need it. Get Juan Soto here. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow at 2 o'clock as usual. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Monday. I'll catch you tomorrow. Be well. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. WFAU.